Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted you to think about something. You know, many people feel that they will inherit eternal life because they feel they're a decent person and perhaps they've given money to the poor or been a part of helping their community to become a safe place. Maybe they try to do as many good deeds around the neighborhood as they possibly can. But in order to enter into eternal life, we must first understand that we are a sinner. Each of us have come short of the glory of God. All of us have made mistakes. And just one mistake is enough to keep you out of heaven. The very first step of becoming a Christian begins with a moment of truth. It's a moment that you accept the facts of what you really are, a sinner like the rest of us, and accept Jesus as your Savior. 1 John 1, 8-10 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. Many people feel like they've never done anything wrong, but the person that they are hurting the most is themselves. Even the Apostle Paul felt this way at one time of his life. As a Jewish Pharisee, he felt that he was blameless. Philippians chapter 3, verses 4-9 through 9 says, Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, an Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. We are all sinners, both Jews and Gentiles. Romans 3, 9 through 12 says, What then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. In order for sin to be absolved and forgiven, someone must take that first initial step and admit the truth. But uh, both the apostle Peter and Paul readily admitted the facts that they were sinners. 1 Peter 4, verses 3 through 4 says, For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries. Wherein they think it strange that you run not with them, to the same excess of right, speaking evil of you. 1 Timothy 1, verse 15 says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Even in Romans seven twenty four, he says, O wretched man that I am. Everyone in the church has a past life. 
from which they have left behind. And whenever we look at the life of the Apostle Paul, we can see the incredible depth of God's mercy and the effect that God's sanctifying grace can have on one man's life. We are all dead in trespasses and sins, but God grants us a free gift of his grace through, his, uh, through faith in his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. God doesn't want people to perish. He wants them to repent. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10 says, And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we are dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. We are saved by the grace of God. But remember, it's through the corridor of faith. And true faith will result in pleasing and doing the will of God from the heart. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Abraham's faith resulted in loyal submission to the will of God, proving himself to be a friend of God. James 2, 17 through 23, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, Thou doest well, the devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works? And by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God." Jesus came to save us from the penalty of our sins. He wants to redeem us and forgive us. But we must first admit the truth. John 8, 23-24 says, And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. We each need to humbly accept the fact that we're sinners, and reach out for our blessed Savior, Jesus Christ. Mercy is waiting, and it can all begin with a single moment of truth. So let's think about these things right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLK jbc.com or i suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern minnesota woods peace to you and lord willing we will talk with you some more tomorrow till then bye-bye everybody